oh, you done it this time, you done it now, you have stumbled across the tap, the trial and error podcast. I am your host, Aaron. With me, oh, little Kit Kat likes to, she's the co-host, but she's a squirrely little bastard. She'll be stepping all over the keyboard and causing absolute ruckus all the while. Speaking of a while, it has been a while since I've, uh, you know, tapped on with you guys. It's what's tapping and get away from that laptop, you goon. So cute. We'll see her eventually, but but yes, here I am. Uh, very much. Let's see. To explain the relative absence, it's been probably like a, a solid month since I've potted. Um, I don't know. Life happens, and generally I have to be. Uh, or generally, I like to be in a good mood when I when I podcast, bring some energy. But sometimes life has other plans. You get through. Jake! Hey, got a, uh, a rough patch. What? Whatever. But here I am now, a Stoya key, ready to roll with uh, renewed vigor and and just and I'm juiced to to catch you up uh, a little little uh, tap recap life update of. What's been going on? I've been on some rascally adventures, and I want to share with you guys. I mean, look at me. I got books over here. I got all this funny art over here. My legs crossed. I took off my stinky-ass socks. Here I am. This is just going to be a one-take pod. Usually, I go about uh, four or five just to say the right things. The the intro, it's got to be perfect, but I could give a F today. But, oh, what's this? What's this? Oh, my goodness. It is the drink of the day. It is um, Bird Dog blackberry flavored whiskey and i'm gonna tell you why i got it because um my favorite liqueur growing up not as a lad but you know of age to drink i thought smirnoff blackberry was all the rage it was sweet it was delicious and i didn't know any better and by god still think it's tasty i'll take a sip uh, along with an insulin shot because it will give you diabetes probably what uh like this as well and it is in a custom made uh, glass. Thank you, Claire, for the glass. It is, um, oh my God, it's etched in. It's a quote from Captain Picard it, of the Starship Enterprise. Uh, I'm not entitled to ramble on about something everyone knows. Great quote. Great quote, Captain Picard, a.k.a. Patrick Stewart. God bless him. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. It is certainly sweet. Certainly sweet, delightful, dangerous. And, uh, boy, howdy. Let's just jump right into this podcast. A little recap what's been going on in life, you guys. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. And a little shout-out to the uh, the crew at Hoobies Brewing. The, the Yeah, the workers are nice, but people showed up to trivia the day. We had uh, a full house. Like Kelly was there, Bradley Lou, Austin Calvert, Chuck, Rachel, Steph, um, my goodness, Brentley Huizman. There's somebody calling me from back of a, I'm not going to, I'm not answering that call. I'm podcasting right now. How am I supposed to listen to a call? Um, any who's here. Um, 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 so sorry that that phone call is just distracting the hell out of me. Go away. Get out. Oh, the lights are too bright. They're too bright. Turn them off. Turn them off. Ah! too bright for me. So let's see here. I've took some notes. But yeah. Uh, Trivia has been an absolute blast at uh, at Hoobies. Two o'clock on Sundays. It is free to play, hosted by yours truly, the charismatic glow that is me. Come and get you some. Uh, you, you play for gift cards. First place, twenty dollars Hoobies gift card. Second place, fifteen dollars. Third place gets fifth, ten dollars Hoobie gift cards. Fourth place gets a whole lot of nothing because you're a. F-
loser. You don't deserve rewards. You're not getting a participation award. Not here. Not at Hoobies. Not anywhere. Don't care. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn your keep. Earn your keep. So yes, go to Hoobies Trivia at 2 o'clock with your boy. What do we have here? Yes, going on little missions. So I always thought, okay, going to the... It's always been like a battle if like if I'm gonna go out by myself or like with people usually I like to go out with other other individuals going up by myself I'm like wow what a loser I am I have no friends nobody wants to go out with me I'm not cool enough I'm not worth the time wow well I've been working on that little just self-confidence little solo missions and pre-covid I went the last movie I saw was Ad Astra starring um, Brad Pitt like a very forgettable movie the only reason I remember it because the last one I saw before COVID but I went by myself for the first time and I went in stony baloney but I was like all right whatever a little why not have fun by myself and I've been trying to get more used to doing that over the past many many months and it uh gosh you just gotta be open to meeting people and talking and just letting uh, life happened while you're out and about and the first one I've always wanted to go to a renaissance fair and I went to the Folsom Renaissance Fair solo and I was looking at hotels wildly expensive and I was like ah, this it was like it was over a hundred dollars for anything nearby a couple hundred the closer you got to the Folsom area I was in Rancho Cordova a pro eh, about 15 minute uber ride so I was like screw it why not check Google satellite Seemed as if it was not the stabbiest of place, places ever. Get there. I, I went and got, like, this nice vest. I had no idea what to dress up as. I even looked at uh, YouTube videos of what to expect for your first Renaissance Fair. I was about it. I've been about it. I've just been very apathetic and not cashed in on this ambition to go to Renaissance Fair. I said, screw it. I'm at a point in my life, I'm very open to new experiences. I'm at a very transformative phase in life. I'm just ready to try these things outside of my comfort zone, like going to a renaissance fair by myself. So I went to the Halloween store, Spirit Halloween in Vacaville. I got this nifty vest. Uh, kind of looks like uh, steampunky, just a little button-up, sleeveless button-up. It looks dope, might I add. I wore my Grandpa Jack's bolo tie. Uh, the weekend, the day prior at Chad and Megan's engagement party. Shout out to Chad and Megan. And in this case, I loosened it up. It was a medallion. And I got some leather or pleather arm bracers just filling the, filling the part. I had uh, this backpack. I actually got this. I brought this out on my back, my little carrying case. This is from Africa. It was made in Africa. Got it in eighth grade because some guy came in and gave us this little lecture and handed out these things, and I got this hand-woven bag from Africa. It's still holding up. It's fantastic. And I had boots on and rather tight pants. Rather tight pants. But God damn, do I look good in these tight pants. So I go to the hotel, check in, have a good conversation with the uh, receptionist there because I'm charming as hell. And it's fun just having conversations with random people who are just down to talk. That's a foreshadowing for I'm going to talk about later in this episode. But I go back up to my room. I get there around t uh, 9.45. The Ren Fair starts at 10. And I start swigging a little bit of vodka. I had vodka and uh, light purple Powerade, baby. It was a nice combo. Nice. Maybe took a, 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 a gummy. And part of me is like, damn, do I try to sneak in some 
some of my vape pen or whatever. I'm like, eh, I don't want to get kicked out of my first rent fair. So I opted to just play by the rules, not try to smuggle in any alcohol or outside this and that contraband. Naughty. And so, oh, look who's come back to the tap. It's Kit Kat. Yeah, anyways. <sighs> so had a nice Uber ride over, shot the shit the lady driving. And I'm stuck in line. It's a pretty long line, but it's only getting longer. And I'm glad I got there when I did. Traffic traffic was getting backed up. It's at this kind of zoo-ish park area in Folsom. And I'm standing in line. I start talking to people. I meet Joy and ugh, this other gal. They're both just friends, uh, freshly graduated at Chico State. They're super cool. Met Maddie and Lori, a couple teachers from Grass Valley. And we're just shooting the shit all down the line. We part ways. We go, there's different booths. There's diff- there's everybody's dressed up. So many different flavors and walks of life. It was fantastic. I was amongst my people. And there's just so many like little camps set up and like actors using an old loom to make clothing. Uh, there's only one bar stand, or one beer stand. It was ridiculous. That line, we, I was standing that for like about 45 minutes. And um, boy, howdy. It was worth it. Just double fisting the entire time. Uh, the food lines that they, they, I was warned that the food and, and, uh, drink lines would be long. And those rumors are absolutely true. You will be waiting for quite some time. And I'm glad I, was, I had my, uh, intoxication beforehand, but it was wearing off. I'm like, Oh my God, what am I supposed to do? Enjoy this sober, like some asshole. Well, I did. And it was great because I'm seeing demonstrations of sword play, like people fighting, scrimmaging, there is a like the king's guard marching with the queen walking through there was like a theme and a story well the theme's obviously renaissance very medieval there was people dressed up as pirates but i digress um i I think there was like a storyline going on with who the queen was the king what have you but they all went through and it was cool just hearing hearing just feeling nice and buzzed uh, and a nice temperate afternoon in Folsom walked around and there was jousting went to jousting there is a arena like um like an amphitheater type arena looking down on it has to have has to be like a rodeo um a rodeo coliseum and it's just open air and just cool to see these guys kind of like medieval times have you ever been near uh, in LA medieval times these guys are jousting uh, the two are talking just two guys. Um, the good guy, he was an asshole. He knocked over the, the um, we were cheering for the Black Knight. And he, the good guy, he knocked over his flag and everything. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Well, guess what? The Black Knight not only bested the good guy, the Blue Knight, and in, in skill, they jousted Black Knight one. The, the, they started fighting on the like on their feet in the dirt dirt kicking up they're sweating their the swords are singing the axes are singing and then at one point they set their weapons on fire and i'm like this is a 20 dollar ticket i'm watching guys fight each other with flaming weapons 10 out of 10 would recommend unbelievable i didn't really get any food there i was like well beer has food value so i i drank the beer but the friends that I made, like I, I will ding the Folsom Renaissance Fair on this. They tried to go out and sell flags, little cheap-ass little silk flags to cheer on your champion for five bucks a pop. Get out of here with that. I get you got to make your, your money, your due, but I'm not, I didn't fall for it. Didn't do it. Um, jousting. Uh, there's a little bit of distru- dressage play, which is really cool. This lady came out with this beautiful black horse. All the horses there were rescues. 
and she goes side to side, mo maneuvers the horse in such a cool way, like moving diag diagonally. And um, I guess dressage, like the the roots of it is to have better trained cavalry horses. So you would see, the, like the guy that was talking was saying, you would see in battle 500 horses all like moving diagonally so they could better maneuver in battle if they need to quickly flank or whatever. Their movements, it's like, I've only seen one horse at a time. Shout out to Dr uh, Matty Kent Dressage. I've only seen a little bit of dressage, but to see a whole battalion of horses, cavalry, moving side to side in sequence flawlessly i'd be shitting my pants if i was just you know a spearman uh it was just so cool to see such an immersive and awesome uh like just break from reality going to this renaissance fair people were dressed up there's some people dressed as normies i saw one guy dressed up as jin sakai from ghost of tsushima give him a head like I gave him a nod, said, man, I love the outfit. You just complimenting each other. People are going all out. There are some amazing costumes. Uh, this one like fairy lady had uh, just a pole with a giant dandelion. I'm like blowing at it. And she's like, you want one? I was like, sure. Just gave me this metal, like just wire with dandelion fluff on it. And I was just walking around with that half the day. It was just cool. Everybody's in a good mood, dressed up, being themselves, being true to themselves. And you're just in a good vibration area um not too packed i guess they had problems with uh overcrowding last year but i was just meeting people talking to people um towards the end of the day i was playing pirate game there's like a pirate section of the festival and i went uh oh the fair and um went and talked to this Hey, good good looking older lady and she's teaching me how to play these different games and then I played her grandsons and liars of dice and I was one of the normies that got to stay a little bit after the fair closed because whatever like the game was going on longer and I guess all of them go and party in the parking lot afterwards for the weekend that they're there I uh, got my ass whooped by this kid in liars dice defeated his brother it was just us three playing but uh alas the kid was a fantastic liar even better liars dice player <sighs> Yeah, Blackberry whiskey, my goodness. But that was awesome. Uh, ended up going going back to the hotel, changing. I should have stayed in my studs, man. I should have stayed in my outfit because I went to, um, I feel like Ubering anywhere like 20 more minutes away. The lift prices were getting, or the, the prices were just, the later it gets on a Saturday night, they're going to get expensive. So I just walked to this karaoke bar. I was like, ooh, this will be fun. I get in there. It is so hood so ghetto like yeah there's football games going on like the tvs i thought there'd be people singing it's one of those places where you can rent a room and do karaoke in there with your friends and i saw some people in there but i'm in there i'm seeing a lot of neck tattoos a lot of unscrupulous characters a lot of it's like i'm at most icely uh spaceport you know i'm just assuming some random ugly guy is gonna bump me and tell me he doesn't like me and then his friend's gonna say i don't like you either you better watch yourself we're wanted men in five counties that never happened i just had a uh, a drink and like all my social light like my social battery was depleted and these people just look ghetto there are some quote-unquote hood rats this one girl just in these you can't even call them daisy dukes they were like a sliver of denim black girl and her guts hanging out the front her like nine tenths of her ass just flopping out with a bikini top on i'm like girl i could use some of that confidence God damn, there's just hood rats of all different flavors and walks of life in there. And it's like, uh, and it just kind of sketched me out. I'm like, man, I don't feel like getting stabbed today. So I walked back to my hotel 
and uh, called it a night. Yes. That's what I did. Did not socialize with the hood rats. Uh, well, what else? My, yes, Pirate Games, Ghetto Karaoke Bar, Carnitas Festival. Oh, uh, I mean, I went out. Let's see. Shout out to Ellie Rivas. She was out. Justin Contreras was out. So was Greg Contreras, who said, oh, I'm not going to go out. He went out and just, it was just a ruckus. Good time. The Carnitas Festival next year. I'm going to push for them to get some Lucha Doors, have a little exhibition in Lucha Libre out there with like a makeshift uh, ring. I think it would be a hoot. But there's a ton of people out there. Uh, there's dancers, some florclorico, folklorico, folklorico. It's just this type of dancing uh, in the Mexican culture. Um, legit bandas and food and over overpriced food. Shout out to El Pueblo. I mean, it was good, but they're they're making the they're making it killing people. Drunk people like myself are gonna pay pay the piper. But it was a, a great time, Carnitas Festival. So not so much alone, but I did go to the Napa bars. And I always thought the Napa bars were just a stuffy, stuck-up, pretentious place where old whiteys go and drink their wine and look down their noses at everybody else. Uh, Skyler and Mo went there for their anniversary. They went to First Street, and they, it, they uh, highly recommended it. So I said, screw it. I will go. Vamos. So I rented an Airbnb in uh, American Canyon because the hotels no nothing under three hundred dollars to stay in Napa itself. Absurd. So I got a it was a mere hundred and twenty to stay at a uh, <laughs> at an Airbnb. Look at me rolling the dice that the possibility of me getting laid, which I didn't. But I have since am trying. I've. Find these words. Trying not to let getting laid be the end all be all if my night out by myself was a measure of success because I had an absolute blast. Did I get the poontang? No, I got no poontang. But that doesn't matter because I went out to first stream, went to the Napa yard, and I, again, uh, this time I went tequila and <laughs> purple Gatorade. And it was just moving and grooving, a little edible. I had my Lyft driver come over, dope dude from Fiji. Just shot the shit with him for a minute. No accent, just cool dude. Um, I go out and just talk to people, get a beer. Talking to people in line in the bathroom. I'm talking to old stars. Is the seat taken? Listen to this, this music. And people are just, there were so many revels, the good vibes. And I was just in my PlayStation shirt. So I was feeling myself. It's like, there's no reason to be nervous. I have a goddamn PlayStation shirt on. So I went and talked to people, and uh, like, there's the, looking over the river. There's a nice railing. I went over, saw an uh, older couple. Hey, how's it, how's it, how's, how you guys doing? Where are you from? Blah blah blah, and just met and talked to so many people. I had a beer, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna head down First Street, see what's good. Walked over the river, and just went up and down. Went and got some food. The Palisades, yeah, the Palisades. It was okay, but I mean, wildly overpriced. But along the way, I met some uh, Hispanic gals. A couple didn't speak English, but this. One, like the mom of the group, she was chilling. Like, I think I met them at the, the, the yard. And I saw them, like they went into the restaurant or they were in before me, I didn't know they were there. And after my meal, I got talked to the waitress. Uh, started talking about writing and like uh, the tattoo. She had a uh, willow tree. I'm like, oh, I wrote a story called Willow Tree, Willow Tree, blah, 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 just making conversation. Then uh, uh, two couples that were at the Napa yard were sitting across. I'm like, hey, I'm at a table by myself. Uh, not like a goon watching uh, Coach Prime and his boys play, but it was just waving to people that I'd met that evening 
the ladies got up like, hey, we sh you should have came and ate with us. We tried to get your attention. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I was pretty plastered at this point. Luckily, there is a Starbucks downtown Napa. I got an Americano and totally just livened up my spirits. Walked all the way down. Not a crazy long walk. There's like a rooftop bar. And I only just, I only ventured to about half of First Street. Uh, went to, it's like called Butter Wine. It's kind of a unique label. It's called Butter. They had jam. That's the name of the wines. You know, that fancy. But there's a huge, op gaping, open window space. A guy setting up audio equipment. I said, hey, when's the music start? He said about 10 minutes. So I went inside, plopped my ass down at the bar. Excuse me. Very small, intimate venue. And these two old white, like these white folks, the young white folk just started trimming their, uh, the, oh my God, what were they called? Uh, the Live Oaks, the Live Oaks. I said, y'all from Live Oak. They said, nah, damn. But I sat next to this dude. He had a camo vest on and a hat. And he said, oh, he works here, but he also does tours. I think his name was Steven. And I looked at the menu and the cheapest thing was a jello shop for seven bucks. And the next like. A taste of wine was like 21 I'm like damn like I just kind of slid away I was already pretty trash letting the coffee set in and the guy's like oh he just slid me his glass of wine and he had oh I like, got this for free over here I'm like whatever did he roofie it no he did not but I was like well thank you sir I just sipped on it, it was a good heavy pour sipped on it enjoyed conversation he left enjoyed like watched the music and just me removing expectations made the night so much more incredible. I have let expectations destroy vacations. Half the vacations are just an experience that I otherwise would have enjoyed so much more if I didn't expect it to be more so or just something astronomical. And then I, the night ends in an orgy with 20 ladies and me. Well, I'm not Wilt Chamberlain. It's fine. And nor am I Goy. Shout out to Goy, Taylor Lim. I used his real name. Ha! And um, it was just, I, I remember thinking to myself, listening to this music, like, wow, my soul meter is totally increasing right now. And as I kept on walking, there was a nice um, town square area. This guy was singing Frank Sinatra. Couples were dancing. There's lights, music. It was just awesome to be around, just talking to random people. And I'm walking down the street. At one point, there's this gal chilling with this baby cow, this calf. Uh, and I'm like, oh, like we all start petting him. I'm like, oh, do you have some food to give him? She's like, yeah, I donated. She gave me a treat. The cow ate it. It was wonderful. And then I stumbled. I forget how. I'm pretty trash at this point. But still, like, in control of my vices. And I meet these three sisters that are out for um, one's birthday, the eldest. Smoking hot. And they're like, oh, you don't know how old she is. But I'm willing to, like, maybe in her 40s. But just one of those gals, it's like you would never be able to guess how old they were. She's smoking hot. Her, she had braces, which made her look super cute. And uh, we went to this kind of jazz bar and her other two sisters, one was super trash. The other, like they're protective of each other, just out there. And they just invited me into their, their crew. And uh, Bernice, I believe, was the gal's name. And we're like, we're dancing together. She's helping me like with the steps, like one, two forward, one, two back, swinging and just show, like just helping this blumbering drunk white boy. Uh, find his dance moves and she spoke Spanish spoke a little Spanish together why not porque no and it was such a good time we ended up like leaving hopped in their jeep they're like oh we're gonna go to Taco Bell I just got a burrito I went outside and peed on a tree while we're waiting got the food went to their hotel um, and like I wasn't trying nothing they shared a bedroom one of the sisters was plastered and the oldest one was like oh like let you like we'll 
bring it downstairs. I'll, I'll, I'll get my, my, my Uber back to my Airbnb. And, uh, we're just sitting there chilling, talking and, uh, you know, got, got a little peck, a little, like a quick, just a little, little, nothing big. I'm a gentleman. Gosh, darn it. And it was just nice being able to hang out with cool people, learn how to dance a little bit better. And, uh, got in the lift with Mario and homeboy straight from, straight from Mexico. Like spoke very little English. I was like, it's all good. No, 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 no. Maybe it was Portuguese. Portuguese, lo siento, look at me, just culturally, just assuming, ah, Spanish, Portuguese, what's the difference, no, 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 this guy, I spoke Spanish to the best of my ability, and he spoke Portuguese, and like, our mixed, uh, um, his tentative grasp on the English language, along with mine, we were able to have something of a conversation, and it was cool, we just shot the shit eventually with about five minutes left i was like i was like okay i'm too tired too drunk i'm gonna stop trying and we just had a nice comfortable silence all the way back got back to the airbnb it was dope and uh a successful evening it was i got went to bed at about 2 30 woke up around eight and was one of those instances where not nearly enough sleep i was able to wake up and just like all right got some energy any more than that your body's like okay let's rest and then you're just dog shit the rest of the day I just hit that that sweet spot, that Goldilocks sweet spot of not enough sleep to where you actually, your brain thinks, oh, we had sleep. I could feel my brain was like fuzzy the rest of the day, went to trivia. That's when I saw all the boys, all the gals there. It was fantastic. Oh, man. What a, the night at the Napa bars. It was awesome. Uh, let's see. Baby cow, yeah, yeah, home, two, three, blah, blah, blah. Uh, man, what to do next? Uh, I do want to go to a zombie crawl in Reno on the 20th or the 21st, but silly Chad, cousin Chad is going to have his birthday on that day. So I think I'll do that. There, there's a, a pub, a Halloween pub crawl in Sacramento. I'm going to be going to, but uh, we will see what November brings. Cause these little trips, these little outings have been super, super, super fun. And I just can't recommend anybody else. Uh, yeah. Going out. It's not a new thing, but if you're got nobody else to go with and you're too scared to go by yourself go and do it allow yourself to be open to this experience and people wear something wacky like have a, it was the place didn't sure it was such a conversation starter it just made things so much more easy uh, along with being intoxicated but i'm just a social person and sometimes i'm like getting my own head i'm like ah, i don't want to talk to anybody blah 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 this is one of those times where it's like anybody and everybody let's have a conversation and speaking about that this vikings shirt anytime i wear vikings attire it usually get some kind of a cheer or a jeer but it's all in good like humor it's the vikings you know and i go to winco today and usually i would go to winco or any grocery shopping i'm like dialed in i'm just i'm gonna go get my stuff i'm gonna go i got stuff to do even if i see someone that maybe i'll know somebody i know like okay maybe they don't see me or whatever i just want to get on with my day and just keep going and this dude this rather stocky guy this black dude with uh, glasses on and he's like, oh, are you from Minnesota? I'm like, no. But like, I just gave him the story. I became a Vikings fan. And we're walking down the aisle. We get to, like, the produce. And we just, like, oh, this guy's down to have a conversation. He just started getting deep. And, like, we just just started shooting the shit. Like, oh, you in the military? Like, you just he's complimented. I, I exercise quite a bit. I run. And he's like, oh, what do you do? And we're just, like, is this guy hitting on me or whatever? I'm like, you know, this is an honest enough conversation. It seems weird because people just don't have conversations with absolute, strange, absolute strangers. He was telling me how he spent 19 years at San Quentin and then he decided to like become an entrepreneur with his own business. And it was just like telling him about what I'm into. Like what I'm trying to I'm like, man, what's your name? His name's Al. Al is a dope dude. He and his wife are on their own, like own their own business. 
and it was a conversation. He was just one of those rare souls um, that was just down to have a conversation for the sake of having a conversation. Completely sober. Completely, utterly sober. We had this talk. We had this conversation. We had this this cool connection. It just seems so out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting to have... <laughs> talk about expectations. I wasn't expecting to have... like. It was at least 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of just sitting there and talking. And like, I, I didn't try to hurry it up. Oh man, I got to go. If I was, if I wasn't legit hurry up, like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I got, I got to get going, but it's like, screw it. Why not just practice the art of having a conversation. And I felt my soul meter increasing again, randomly, a random happenstance chance of some guy who's just wants to have a conversation with people. And this whole stranger danger, don't talk to people, people suck in the world, what have you. What if someone is one conversation or, hey, how's it going away from having a better day, of having that human interaction? Is it so scary? Like some people, maybe they're just not in the mood, they'll blow you off or whatever. You don't need to be salty about it. And I was like, I was just open to having a conversation with a guy. And it was a, it was really good. I was like, wow, I... I When's the last time I just talked to a stranger, not in a drinking environment or just in life? And this guy was about, he's like, this is what it's about. Yes, there's business, there's success, whatever. He helps people build their businesses. And he said, what it's about is conversations. And I found that's what I love most about podcasting is I'm having conversations. I haven't had a guest on in a while. I need to get on that. I got people in mind. Don't you worry, sliders. I got people in mind. I got people in the queue. And just having a conversation. Conversations are valuable. They can change your mind, especially if you have people of a different opinion about something. Conversations can help grow an understanding and it helps your soul grow a little bit more as well. I felt mine growing and it was just just so cool because I can't remember the last time a stranger struck up a conversation with me. I wasn't inciting it, but I wasn't going to just keep walking. Get the hell out of here, guy. It was, it was awesome. So Al... If you're out there, hope you had a great day. Hope you found what you needed in the aisles of Winco. Shout out to Winco. And in the vein of conversation, I have not done a quote of the pod in some time. And this is the uh, from Billy Bishop, the new dictionary of thoughts. What this is, you find a word and the word underneath it has a handful of quotes regarding that word. And today's word is conversation. What do we have here? Ooh, before that controversy, ooh. Conversation, the very first one. Uh, it is good to rub and polish our brain against that of others. Montaigne. M-O-N-T-A-I-G-N-E. Montaigne. It is good to rub and polish our brain against that of others. Iron sharpens iron, baby. How about another one? Americans cannot realize how many chances for mental improvement they lose by their in inveterate habit of keeping up six conversations when there are 12 in the room <laughs> Ernest Dimmitt whatever the first ingredient in conversation is truth the next good sense the third good humor and the fourth wit by Sir W. Temple alright one more by Swift Swift one of the best rules in conversation is never to say a thing which any of the company can reasonably wish had been left unsaid yeah, so there is an, a wild art of conversation. I have some with Kit Kat over here. Got her. Boom, Kit Kat. Here she is. Finally, purr into the mic. Oh, yes. Deny me. Claw me. Skin me alive. 
but have a conversation. I challenge you. Here's your homework. I've not given you guys any like tap assignments. Have a conversation. Call somebody. It, start with somebody you know. In the phone or, or in the car, I will call up, say, Skyler. I used to do it all the time, leaving from San Francisco. He'll do the same. You got a place to go. You got time to kill. Call somebody. Waste their time, but have a conversation. Just talk. Talk to your mom, your brother, sister, whoever it is, somebody you know. Call them up. Go have a beer or the next level. Talk to a stranger. Be like, hey, how's it going? Uh, what? However that may be. Or at least start by saying, hey, how's it going? How's your day? Did that in Target. There's a guy, a worker. He's walking, kind of looking around. Head down. Usually you just go forward. He was, I waited a little too long, but I was like, how's it going? But he's like, oh, hey, how are you? Saw his, a smile. Cause it's, it's me. I'm perfect. I'm amazing. I'm radiating great vibes that just enraptured him. But start by saying, hey, how's it going? How are you? How y'all doing? Whatever. Whatever it is. Talk to people. Because there's not enough conversation. We're stuck in our own ways and thinking that people are poopy. They're not. A lot of them are. But by and large, I think there's a lot more good people in the world. So stay present. Stay within yourself. But outside of your comfort zone. And if that's talking to people, you're going to feel a lot better. Yes, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. But once you start talking, you're like, oh my god, you love Spongebob? I love Spongebob. You got a cat? I got a cat. Sometimes I try to say, oh, yeah, oh, you have a cat? Well, I have the best cat in Yellow County. The cutest, most adorable little kitty. Little Kit Kat who's chilling right here. I love you. I love you. Oh, yes. And as I'm spewing all this goodness, let me just put a nice bow on this and say, fuck you, Byron White. Uh, Byron White LLC. I think it's Brian White, what I've been told. Whatever. He says, don't make it a thing. Guess what, motherfucker? The tap going to be a thing but i feel like that'd be a such a great tagline for the tap don't make it a thing well guess what the tap it's a thing i want you guys all to go out there and do your thing i love you thanks for listening kit kai and i appreciate it bye bye you lose good day sir